Remember to live life to its fullest. Whatever that means to you. There's some of you, you know, that uh, you're overscheduled. And all you want to do is just be at home, getting whatever it is done you need to get done at home, or just spending time at home and not have such a full schedule, right? And then in some cases, you guys are all hermits and you do nothing and you need to put a few things on your schedule, you know, to make life a little fuller for you, you know. Um, I myself, you know, I'm, uh, I seek balance in this territory. I uh, definitely need to take more action upon the balance that I am trying to acquire in living a full life. But, you know, hey, what the fuck? You know, sometimes you gotta, sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do and then you just wanna just take a moment and just rest. (laughs) It's not always the easiest. Not always the easiest. And sometimes you just don't have time to rest, especially you homesteaders out there, you know, working full-time jobs and coming home and homesteading and uh, doing all these physical things and, you know, taking all this time to do things. It's it's hard. It's really hard to find time to, um, finding time to live life to the fullest. Good heavens. But, you know, I, this living life to the fullest thing does not mean that just because you at work are at work that you cannot live life to the fullest either. You know, I mean, there is an element of enjoying your situation, you know, and, and living life how you want to. There was this dude, um, gosh, it was, yeah, it was when we were on vacation last year in the Outer Banks of, uh, God, what you... We were driving from the Outer Banks to Raleigh-Durham of North Carolina. Yeah, that's where it was. And we had to go through a construction zone. You ever gone through a construction zone? Fuck yeah, we had to go through a construction zone. So we go through this construction zone, and these dudes are paving half the road, and they got it's a four-lane road. They're paving two lanes of it, and the other lane, or the other two lanes, are the lanes that we are driving in and it's just made into a two-lane road temporarily in the construction zone. And you can see the workers working. And it was the middle of the afternoon. I mean, this is the middle of the afternoon. Now in the afternoon, I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of getting the afternoon tired. I'm kind of ball busting, still working hard and doing what I need to do. But there was this one dude, he was on the steamroller and this guy's just having a ball, steamrolling, Dancing around, I don't, I can't exactly tell you he was paying them utmost attention to his job whatsoever, but he was, he had his earbuds in and he was rip-rapping and boom-banging and, 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 oh my goodness, I mean, he was, he was having a really motherfucking good time. And my wife goes, you know, and, and, and the rest of the workers, you know, I mean, they weren't rip-rapping and boom-banging like this guy, but, I mean, they were, they were having a good old time, you know? And 
there's something to be said for a lot of happy construction workers. You know, I mean, if you have uh, lots of happy people that are working together and just enjoying their job and the culture of your company adheres to such things, you know, or you just plain have an attitude that you're going to love life whether you're on a freaking steamroller smelling hot asphalt all day. I mean, that says a lot. You know, I mean, you're, you're going to embrace life no matter how it comes to you. And this guy really liked whatever the fuck he was listening to in his earbuds. And, and my wife said, these people are so happy. You don't see that around, you know, in, in culturally, you don't see that in Minnesota. You don't see guys that are as happy doing, doing construction work because they're busting their balls and they're trying to get done. It's kind of part of our culture here. But going out east and seeing these guys having a good old time working their construction job, that to me just seems, you know, I want to work with those guys, you know? It, it seems neat. It, just, it's, it was really neat. And another thing, the other day, you know, I was delivering beer in a town, and there was this guy um, driving a bike around town. And same shit. You know, middle of the day, driving a bike through town, has absolutely no intention of touching his handlebars whatsoever because he, his hands are so busy rip-rapping and boom-banging and he's just biking across town. Happier than a pig in shit and more theatrical than a frickin' rap star. I mean, this guy was really giving her. You know? And just enjoying the everyday moments in life, whether it be biking across town to the frickin' grocery store to get a few things, or running a friggin' steamroller. Live life to its fullest. You know, you don't need money. You don't need fancy shit. Just enjoying your moment. When a lot of people could have been, oh, fuck, I gotta bike across town and get groceries, and then in this horseshit mood because they don't have a car to drive over there to do it. I mean, or they're on a steamroller all day and it's the afternoon time and you're getting the afternoon tired. These guys chose a different path. Which really taught me something, you know, sometimes, you know, when you're in the thick of it, maybe you could just enjoy the moment and enjoy the path you're on and a different mindset. I don't know something to think about anyway but uh yeah yeah really good really good good stuff you know i mean i was it's inspiring to me shit like that is inspiring to me a lot of people would drive by that and say look at that dumbass." no not me that's more inspiring than something to ridicule you know by the way, I don't know if I said this yet or not, but welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, everybody. I'm sure glad you're here. Uh, a lot of times we talk about homesteading stuff, but, you know, this is more of a motivational, inspirational episode and a, kind of a different outlook on everyday things that I've seen the, in the past couple years and a perspective, you know. And, you know, this weekend, living life to its fullest, uh, my wife and mother-in-law and my daughter 
actually. You know, I mean, they, they definitely partook in a lot of the, you know, procedures of living its life to the fullest, especially on Saturday. You know, Saturday I was working, you know. Um, and, you know, I don't always have to work Saturdays, and not everybody really likes to work Saturdays, but I thought, yeah, fuck it, you know, I got to work Saturday. I might as well go into it with a good mood. I've had a tough week, but you know what? Today's Saturday, whether I'm working or not, I might as well be happy, you know, and I went into it with a good mood. And my wife and mother-in-law did too, and we got, uh, they went down to an auction. We had a, a local farmer, Big Farmer D, who is who we buy our hay from, um, he's retiring from farming and moving to town. So he had a big auction selling all his stuff, all the stuff he doesn't need for the rest of his life. You know, and, and the auction was huge. It was a double ring auction. He had tractors and farm equipment and stuff all the live long day. And all these neat items that sold at auction. And, you know, we, uh, my, my wife and mother-in-law went there and a lot of the other neighbors went there. And everybody bought all of Farmer Danny's stuff and had a really, really, really good time doing so. And made the best of it, you know, on a beautiful, beautiful September day. And then um, after that, um, big neighbor Jay had a polka dance in his garage, you know. I mean, it's with this beautiful September weather and all those things, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. And then I got off work, I went in there, and I, I had some food and some drinks with a bunch of pals. And, uh, yeah, it was a great time. Good neighborhood party. So the neighborhood was lit on fire on Saturday, and it was great. And, uh, you know, the day later, you know, we were talking about the events from the Saturday, you know, the busy Saturday we all had. And my mother-in-law says, I wish weekends were like this all the time. You know? And there's something to be said about it. It's kind of a neat deal. And there's a lot of, you know, stuff that, uh, well... Interesting life to take the horns by when the when the bull walks by. If you grab life by the horns, sometimes, uh, you know, life turns into a really unique thing, you know? So, you know, that's a pretty damn good weekend, right? Yeah, damn good weekend. Um, we did not... Well, my wife got a few things at auction. By the way, there was one really big item that we wanted, but... Uh, we weren't willing to pay what somebody else was willing to pay for it. And that's fine. You know, I mean, that's just life. But, you know, all in all, damn good weekend. Damn good auction. And it was nice to, for my wife and mother-in-law and my daughter and everybody to see those friends that they saw at the, uh, at the auction, you know, because our neighborhood is, you know, I mean, we, we might not know everybody in the neighborhood and uh, we might not all be besties. But you know what? We know each other, and we're, they're a pretty t- tight-knit group, you know? And if somebody's having trouble or if somebody needs something, we've got each other's back, you know? And I don't know how you are in your homesteading. Uh, sometimes, you know, if you, especially if you have a country place and you have a country neighbor, you know, some neighbors don't talk to others or they're not social. It doesn't mean they hate you. It just means that, you know, they're must not be social and there's there's a lot of there's a lot of that going on in life you know on 
many different realms. Whether you live in town and you know you have neighbors or they live a different lifestyle that you don't approve of or you don't necessarily see eye to eye on everything. A lot of times, you know, at the end of the day, if you can all just be neighbors and be neighborly to each other, that's the main thing. You know, you don't always get to choose them, but uh, you get to choose the way you treat them, I guess is how I'm putting that. And it was it was great to see that everybody was, was good sports about everything, you know? So, pretty cool. And uh, Big Farmer D, retiring from farming, Big shout out to him. I mean, he's an amazing, amazing man. Uh, he's been very, very good to us. We love him very much. And uh, yeah, he's touched a lot of lives. And and you could tell that he has. I mean, he's still alive and kicking and doing, doing, living life very grandly, like he always has. But uh, yeah, he's. You could tell just by the people there and how much he was talking to everybody and and all that that he was just having a good old time. So. Way to go, Big Farmer D. And, uh, yeah, very nice. But, uh, yeah, this weekend, otherwise, you know, I mean, not much to it. Um, Homesteading-wise, yesterday, it looks like our calf, Augie, lost his coin purse. So uh, he is now officially a steer. Uh, it was kind of a big thing putting that band on because when I, as I was putting it on, I realized that his nuts were going back up into his body, and I really had to make sure that I had those nuts nice and downtown before I could put that freaking band above them. Those slippery little bastards wanted to slip right back up in there, but, well, he, he ain't got no balls anymore, I'll tell you that. His balls fell off. So... God bless the Illustrator brand, and he he didn't bat an eye. He, you know, he was in good spirits and good everything. He wasn't in pain. He was always uh, still a little bugger like he is, you know. So, I mean, he's doing pretty good, and, and Mama's doing good, and, and my wife's getting plenty of milk out of Buttercup and Blossom. Uh, we did breed Blossom, our cow, here, oh, boy, three or four weeks ago, maybe? Yeah, tail end. Eh. Just before the fair, so I, I, it's probably a month ago. And um, she was supposed to come into heat if she was going to, I think it was last weekend. And we saw hide nor hair of any kind of heat action, so stay tuned on that. She may have uh, bred well. They only bred her once to a Jersey Bull, and uh, she might be in like Flynn, you know, so we're hoping. Uh, she's pregnant, and uh, she has herself a May calf. Best case scenario, right? But, uh, yeah, other than that, the homestead's going great. Everything's wonderful. Um, you know, we're getting into fall here, so, you know, there's a little bit of hustle and bustle and a little bit more spring to our step because we got to get a lot of things done. But uh, many of the things we wanted done are pretty much done. You know, and the weekends are going to consist of stuff just basically getting stuff done you know um and making sure all our animals are comfortable for the winter and the heat's still here though i mean it's just like summer so yeah, hopefully it hangs in there and 
and uh, we can get a few more things done and the weather is not inclement anytime soon. So, uh, yeah, yeah. And those of you, uh, I don't know, there, there's really not a whole lot to talk about on this episode, really. But, you know, if you want to connect for any reason, or if you would like to be interviewed on one of these episodes, I would be more than happy to interview you. Or, uh, you know, if you got a little something you want to email me or tell me about yourself or your homestead or a subject matter that you would want me to cover, um, provided that I have any knowledge on the subject, uh, or I could gain knowledge on the subject and then cover it, uh, my email is ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. You are definitely, definitely more than welcome to email me on that address. I go into my junk folder every now and then just to see if somebody you know, slipped through the cracks or not. But, um, yeah, I, I haven't really been hitting too many emails from you folks. But, uh, yeah, there's plenty of listeners out here. And, you know, the Poultry Homestead podcast certainly has its loyal listeners, and I appreciate you. Ah, shit. Other than that, I suppose I should be done podcasting for the day. But it was a really fun episode to cover. You know, I mean, the joys of your life and talking about those are something that that just somebody cannot take away from you. You know, expressing joys in your life. A week ago, you know, I wasn't really in a good place. But you know, right now I am. And I'm very glad to share it with you, you know. So, I suppose, anyway, I suppose I better get going. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Anyway, have a good one.